Hello, listeners, and welcome to Project Understory, a nonfiction storytelling podcast that delves into the deeper meaning of nature experiences. Does your love for the outdoors resonate in your bones? So does ours. We are storytellers, students, and teachers connected to the Central Wisconsin Environmental Station. We are meaning makers seeking to understand the world and ourselves better through the dappled shade of a balsam fir or the haunting call of a loon across a lake. Here, you can hear our stories of adventure and contemplation and perhaps discover your own understory. Hi there, Project Understory listeners. My name is Alicia Splinter, and I'm a student at UWSP studying environmental education and interpretation, along with creative writing. Today, I'm going to dive deep into the local legends of Hawaii from the time I spent there for a UWSP biology course. Without further ado, let's venture out into the thick Hawaiian jungle for my podcast on Hawaiian legends. Deep in the Hawaiian landscape, far from civilization of any kind, laid a banana grove. However, this banana grove was no ordinary banana grove. It was special, as it was considered Pele's banana grove. For those who are not aware, Pele is the goddess of volcanoes and creator of the Hawaiian islands, whom many Hawaiian locals believe in. These stories all range from my time spent in Hawaii from a UWSP biology course, and when I was there, many rules revolving around Pele pertained. For one, we couldn't bring any lava rocks back to Wisconsin, as legend has it Pele would curse the keeper of the lava rocks with bad luck until they were returned. Same rules applying to Hawaiian sand, no matter the color. Basically, anything alive, if took, would result in Pele's wrath coming home with you to give you extreme bad luck. Hence, Pele is taken seriously in Hawaii. Let's return back to the banana grove now, where my college group had actually gotten the chance to visit, and where this story was first told. The banana grove held five to eight banana trees in it, not yet ripe enough for picking, but that didn't stop the locals with us from telling us about the misfortune that happened there long ago. The story started with a man who took care of the banana grove and watched the fruit grow each day. One day, Pele approached a man in his grove and told him that since she was the goddess, she should have the first ripe banana. The man agreed without hesitation, and Pele told him she would come back when the time was right to retrieve her banana. Days passed, turning to months, and soon the bananas started to ripen. The man was overjoyed at the sight of his magnificent fruit and wondered where Pele was, since he had promised her the first ripe banana once ago. Days passed and soon the man became worried that his bananas would rot without being eaten or sold for profit. He never wanted his fruit to go to waste, and since Pele didn't seem to be coming back, he decided to pick his bananas and eat the first one. A tapping on his shoulder then made the man turn around to see Pele facing him, angry that he had broken the promise of giving her the first banana. The man knew he was in trouble and ran as fast as he could away from the fuming goddess. Of course, he could never outrun her, and Pele used her powers to strike the man, turning him into a large rock which remains in Hawaiian land to this day. Legend has it that you can still hear the man's cries in the wind when you are at the banana grove, and that the rock, which Pele transformed the man into, 
resembles a human in a sense. Locals have also been told that when there are bad droughts, you can shoot the rock with a gun, and the skies will rain his tears and bring an end to the drought. Hence, to this day, whenever there is a drought, locals know where to go to stop it. The second Hawaiian legend I will be telling today revolves around a young king and a beautiful village girl. To set the scene, my class and I had hiked up to volunteer with locals in clearing an overgrown road, and afterwards, one of the locals decided to tell us the story of the mountain out in the distance, which they referred to as Caterpillar Mountain. The story was told as so, a young, beautiful village girl was loved by many, as she was caring, kind, and sweet to everyone she met. One day, the king wanted a bride to live with him up in the mountain, and chose the young village girl to be his future wife. The villagers gleamed with joy as the village girl left to live with the king on the mountain. She told the villagers that she would visit them often as she would miss them. Days passed, turning into months, and there was no sign of the village girl everyone loved and missed. The villagers began getting worried about her and decided to climb the mountain to check on her. Before reaching the kingdom atop the mountain, they came across a dark cave and wandered inside out of curiosity. To their dismay, they found the village girl tied up and starving to a rock inside. The only words she could mutter were king and demigod, which startled the villagers as they realized the king they once cherished was something much more indeed. They helped the village girl back to the village, where they cared for her and helped regain her strength. Wildest, an army of villagers marched back up to the kingdom on the mountain to confront the king, or should they say demigod, about the way he treated the village girl. They came prepared with weapons of all kinds and armor to keep them safe, since they weren't sure what to expect. Once reaching the top, the villagers demanded the king to come down to the cave where the village girl had been kept hostage in order to discuss what had happened. The king did as told and met the villagers inside the cave below. To everyone's surprise, one of the villagers struck the king with a sword before a single word could be exchanged, resulting in the king screaming out in agony before turning into a pile of caterpillars. Shocked, the villagers discovered the king was indeed a demigod who could shapeshift into caterpillars. The villagers rushed out of the cave, making sure to trap the king inside with a giant rock. Days later, when all seemed normal once again, the village girl, who was now recovering from her time spent in the cave, noticed the mountain the king once lived on, now took the shape of a caterpillar with two humps and elongated sides. Soon after, villagers noticed masses of caterpillars creeping out in lines from the cave, where they had once trapped the king long ago. The caterpillars moved in unison as they made their way to the ocean, where locals to this day believe they turned into sea cucumbers. Locals advise travelers against eating sea cucumbers due to how they believe they are filled with evil magic from the demigod who inhabited the land long ago. From my time spent in Hawaii, learning from the locals and discovering the land, I learned how important culture is and how there are many legends which locals heavily believe in. It was amazing to become immersed in these beliefs and truly understand how unique and special Hawaii is. 
Locals told us that many people who come to Hawaii are not aware of these legends, and hence Pele and other demigods become angry that their beloved home is not appreciated the way it should be. If you ever find yourself traveling to Hawaii in the future, remember to appreciate the land and culture before you. Mahalo. This has been a production of Project Understory. A special thanks to Create Portage County in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Check them out at createportagecounty.org for their many resources available to local artists and creatives. We hope we entertained and inspired you today to encounter nature in new and meaningful ways.